Nice headphones, bro. I remember my first pair of headphones. These aren't even mine. These are uh, <laughs> these are Rohan's. How is Rohan? I mean, we'll talk about it. Oh, dude, no, we're live. We can talk about whatever right now. All right, so we're, we've we, started. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> okay. Um, no, he's good, man. Like, I don't know if you know what happened, but um, basically both of us were in India, mm-hmm. and uh, he called me. Boom. Um, Very nice. We were both in India, and uh, he calls me, like, so he lives in the north, and I live in the south, and mm-hmm. there's a whole, you know, lovely competitive thing there, but uh, mm-hmm. he called me up, and he was like, hey, man, uh, yeah, I, I went to the doctor, and uh, he said, shit's not looking good, and I was like, oh, my God, what the, what are you talking For about? For him? Yeah. Thanks. Uh, so I was like, what, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, man, my, like, my cholesterol is through the roof and like, you know, sugar, beer, all that shit caught up eventually. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, dude, Jesus Christ, man, like make sure you take care of yourself. And he's like, yeah. So here's part two of the shit storm. Remember Uh how you were sleeping on my couch for the last year? I was like, yeah, yeah, I can't, can't, I'm not coming back, man. (laughs) And I was like, and in my head, the first thing I was like, dude, you take care of yourself. Like moving stuff is easy. I'll take care of all that. Right. But Jesus. yeah, basically it was like, yeah, man, I'm not coming back. I'll, I'll, I'll mail Is that like, cause of like visa issues and stuff or? No, no, literally because he, well, I think it's multiple things. One, the medical system in the U S is a little, um, not, not as friendly, let's say. Right. And the other side of it is he has like family friends who are doctors who are like, there to help him and shit like to the point where i think his doctor was like if you like have another drink it could be like a point of no return like you gotta really take care of yourself and so he was like that's my priority right now and i said man i'm with you well rohan if you watch this uh stay safe my friend (laughs) he's doing a lot better much love no i mean from what i see he's doing great with uh, on the studio tip you know what i'm saying like he's doing his thing which is dope yeah. And like putting out tons of content, which is mm-hmm. the best thing he can be doing. So that's what's up, man. Yeah, he's been doing good. But I've act- I basically had my place is like ninety percent his shit. Oh really? So, okay. So it's been good, dude. Like when I say we're like bros, it's like I have I'm be- I've been sleeping in his bed. I don't know <laughs> what's <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's on there, but I don't give a damn. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. Yeah. I'm You're using all his pots and pans. Yeah, I'll live. Like you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm using yeah. pots and pans. I got his couch. I feel weird. I like. I didn't need to buy anything. So it was like That's, yeah, yeah. We're bros. Like, so how you been, man? I I know. Like I feel weird. You saying are doing this. your thing too, bro. I feel weird saying this, but fuck it. Twenty twenty. As crazy as it is, looking outside, personally, this is like my year. Like this isn't is that like, isn't that the worst to say? But it's kind of true. <laughs> you know, it's like it started off so bad, but it's like I'm fucking killing this year, bro. You know what I mean? Out of nowhere, <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible to say, man. But you know, it's not I, really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if we can survive it, then yeah, right. I don't think it's terrible, man. I think like. I think that should be looked at, like, even you. Like, I think it should be looked at as an inspirational thing. Like, despite the shit that's going on. Right, true. People are crushing it. Yeah. You yeah, know? and it's it's hard in our industry to crush right now. Um, yeah. I had to shut down 
for a few months mm. um, just because, like, I didn't want nobody getting sick in here. I didn't want to get sick in here. Um, yeah. I mean, whatever. I, I had a son in the meantime, so, I, like, for an engineer to get, like, a paternity leave and, you know, find a way to get paid in the meantime while yeah. taking time off, like, it's a rare thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So that, that worked out for me. Um, son is good. Wife is good. Everybody's good, so. Dude, I can't, like... Congratulations! I've already told you this, but like now it's on record. Congratulations! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a lady boy now, man. That's wild, and he's so adorable. Like he's thank you, bro. Growing fast. Yeah, and he's He's awesome. He's awesome. He's like uh, 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 developing a personality now, which is great. Smiling, laughing. Yeah, already. Which is surprise. (laughs) I don't really know shit about babies. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I'm leaning on my wife to help with me learning how to deal with him day to day. Yeah. I mean, but it comes natural too. But like, you know, I don't really know the nah, steps man. that a baby has. I, I don't think it does come natural. This is funny because <laughs> like I had like a long, like this is the f- another reason why 2020 has been really good for me. It's like I'm actually having deeper conversations with my mom. Like she didn't, she doesn't know half the stuff I did here just to like make it and stuff. Just to make it to where you but are. But yeah. like we started having these deep conversations and like one of the things she said was like, you know, there's no manual to being a parent. Like, I just tried to teach you whatever I knew. So it's like right. the same thing, man. You, right. No, nobody should tell you, like, or right. I don't know. There is no manual, man. I mean, you, you know, day by day, you just figure it out. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. problems that we're dealing with now is just like, you know, infant problems. Imagine, like, what's going to ha- Whatever. That's down the Bro, line. And he's like 18 and is like, hey, mom and dad, I'm about to do this thing. I'm about to get out of the C- world. Cursing us out and like, <laughs> get out of my room. <laughs> oh no! Hell no! <laughs> None of that. Yeah, 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 that yeah, is yeah. My fucking house. <laughs> right, exactly. I can see you talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So let's talk. Let's talk. Uh, yeah, music. Dude. Where's my water? I'm like looking all over for my water. I you had one you, anyway. You had your drink. I had a water. So oh, here it is. Yeah, let's talk some music, man. What's up? Dude, yeah, where did it start, man? How'd you get into music? I know you played drums for a while, but before that, what was going on? Um, I'd say it's been like a lifelong journey, honestly. Um, When I was a kid, I really just wanted to play music. It was like, Mm -hmm. it was, you know, any any musician, engineer, producer, anything involved in music, you kind of know, you have this like connection that you can't really explain early on Mm -hmm. from from, from your childhood, you know what I'm saying? So I had that, um... I had like good music teachers in school who like put me onto things early, like Jimi Hendrix and like nice. the Beatles, like was dug into my head at an early age. So <laughs> I would just like go to school early and just like go to my music class and he let me just play their records. Nice. I'd sit there with headphones, just be like, this is crazy. And then um, from there, just like I wanted to learn instruments. Um, it was hard for our family to really like pay for lessons and stuff like that early on, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I kind of just like, Gravitated towards playing the drums. Um, my brother like built me this fake drum kit out of like buckets, like hung. Wow. I remember this hung up onto like music stands, and I would just like sit there with chopsticks playing drums. No way. And like that kind of just developed into I finally like got my first drum set. I don't remember what age, maybe twelve, something like that. Drove my neighbors insane. <laughs> drove my mother insane, and just like, but that was it, bro. Like. Drums became life. Mm. I would say from there to like my entire teenage span. You know what I'm saying? Like I went to um, Talent Unlimited High School, which is a high school in the city. It's a performing arts high school. Um, mm. If 
anyone knows about it, it's like at the time it was kind of like if you couldn't get into LaGuardia Performing Arts because your grades sucked in junior high, like we all went to that spot. And that was like the hood spot. Like we was all in there like shiss, bugging out. But the band, um, we had like a live, a big orchestra band and jazz band, which I got involved with later. But we were fucking killer, bro. Killer. So like, what? Bro, we were killer. So we used to like... (laughs) Have competitions through all the performing arts schools in the city. Like uh, once a year, they'd have like a competition. We'd smoke them every time, bro. Really? Smoke them every time. Even LaGuardia, which is like the the high up prestigious joint. Like we smoked them every time. So that was dope. Um, did that. Um, you were on drums for all those. I was on drums, but not like drums. I was on drum set for like a lot snare, of it. Snare. Uh, I did. I kind of just bounced around, bro. Like I. At some point, because I got really nerdy with it, like really learning like how to read music and all that stuff, wow. like timpani, timpani really caught my interest because um, it was like a little more challenging than just like playing a beat, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you had to read notes and like, you know, every before class we tune them to like somebody would sit next to me with the bass and we tune the timpanis to whatever we're doing. So I got into that. Um, yeah, I bounced around. I'll play triangle. I'll play bass drum it doesn't matter bro I, like i just loved banging I know, on shit dude i know <laughs> nothing about this of you that's amazing yeah yeah i was a real band nerd bro super band nerd after school mm. was i think two days a week we had um we used to have, it was like a neighborhood uh marching band so i used to do like drum corps two nice. days a week too snare drums the the four toms in front of you it helped i ended up helping the teacher teach others like i was really <laughs> about that drum life you were in it in it and then i had uh like a band i played in as well oh shit um so we rehearsed in my house my house had like an attic it was like metal like metal no way not like you though it was more in that time black sabbath no it was more in the time of like not to sound corny but like (laughs) do you remember corn do you remember the band corn yeah of course and like Limp Bizkit when they that were like new metal stuff that new metal stuff when like yeah. rap started being because we always loved rap so it's like I would play to drums to rap but like how interesting was that as a, right. dr- a kid learning to play the drums how interesting could that be so I really got into like all kinds of music and for some reason metal and like that kind of stuff really like did it for me mm. as long as, as, as as far as learning drums like tool like oh, learning tool shit. covers on drums like yeah, those what's are the, hard. What's, what's the drummer's name? Danny Carrier? I don't remember his I'm name. Either way. Big, yeah. Crazy shit. So, like, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, so just playing with bands and stuff like that. Um, used to do, like, at an early age, I was doing gigs around the city with them. Like, being in places I wasn't even supposed to be at such an early age. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, places that are closed down now, like CBGBs, like Coney Island oh, High. What? Yeah, no like, way. bro, I was in the scene, like, earlier than it. I... Earlier than I should have been. Hardcore music. Like, I got into, like, hardcore for a while and was, like, going to shows and, like, getting my ass kicked in um, mosh pits and shit like that. Yeah, bro. Those things used to be dangerous, man. I can't stand those. Yeah, no, no. Nowadays, bro, I'm in the back. Find me in the the back with uh, earplugs in. You know, I've been to your shows. I'm like, yeah, I couldn't hear your vocals, really. But, like, yeah, it's great, bro. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, I can't do this anymore. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Wow. So, um... Yeah, kind of just drums was everything. Um, graduated high school. It's funny, by the, by the last year of high school, though, as much as I'm saying this was my life, I, like, took a right turn. I was like, yo, I'm not really fucking with this music thing right now. It's just like, huh. 
Last year of high school, senior year, I took a tour at SAE. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go to SAE and continue this music thing. I'm not really sure what SAE does, but like, and then I decided, you know what? I didn't go to college. So I'm like, let me, let me join like the workforce, figure this thing out. Let's get some money. Cause mm-hmm. I like, you know, going out. I liked having money in my pocket and like, I yeah. wanted it quick. I didn't want to do illegal shit for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. ended up just like bouncing around the jobs. Um, and then just got completely sidetracked from music for a while. And, really? um, yeah, completely. For like my early twenties, um, Ended up working at like an oil company in Queens. Huh. You don't know any of this, do you? No, I know nothing. Dude, I know nothing <laughs> pre engine yeah. room. I know like right. the fact that you just told me that you used to play tool, like already my mind yeah, is blown. Yeah. yeah, like Deftones was my shit back then. Oh, heavy. Corn, <laughs> Deftones, Tool. I mean, I'm not, like, yeah, yeah. I listen to a lot. I listen to Dave Matthews band. I listen to like, you know, all types of shit, bro. Yeah, all types dude. of shit. Because I would learn drums from all this stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. For a little while, I had a drum tutor, which was dope. I'm not really into like someone telling me what to do, though. Yep, um, yep, yep, yep. So that, you know, it lasted like a year or two. And a lot, I learned a lot of like the proper fundamentals of things with drumming. But most of my teachers were just like listening to headphones and just fucking playing as hard as I can in my attic to just yeah, different yeah. musicians. Um, what was I saying? So, yeah, out of high school, um, right yeah, ended up at this oil company. I was doing like customer service for this oil company just to like pay bills and shit like that. Like bills I was creating my, for myself. I didn't even need to sure, create. You know sure, saying? Sure. Like I wanted a new car. I want to lease a car. Like all this, you know, all the dumb shit you do in your early 20s. Um, and then I like, they had these oil truck drivers there. So they delivered the oil to different places. And I like heard how much they were making. Yeah. And I was, and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm making this much to do yeah. that. So I'm like, sign me up. Yeah. Went and got a CDL, truck driving license, started delivering oil, and it was great. I mean, the work wasn't great. I didn't love the work, but mm-hmm. the money was really good. For someone in their early 20s to be making that much money yeah. was cool. But, I mean, getting back to music, I fucking hated it every day, bro. Every day, I was like, what am I doing, bro? Like, I literally did music my whole life. The whole plan was to do music. I'm like, so every day I'm sitting in a truck driving this huge oil truck, delivering oil to like houses. I'm like, what am I doing? Mm. Um, and then all this, of a sudden I would this say is like- early 20s? This is like early, early 20s. 20s. I would say like four or five years into it, um, something happened. Um, four or five years? Okay. Yeah, bro. Like I just like, just got lost into it. Just got lost into that. Just making that money doing that shit and just thinking like, you know, you're a man, you're supposed to like get this like hands-on job and do this shit. Lost track of things. Um, I ended up catching a DUI one night, mm-hmm. going out, you know, drinking with my friends and stuff. Um, so they they instantly suspend your truck driver's license. Uh, they fire you instantly for that uh-huh. kind of shit. Like that's they they can't mess with that. Um, which at the time I was like, oh my god, it was like it was like the end of my world because like that's all I knew at that point. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm like, you know what, bro, like. If I'm really back to square one, I might as well just go into what I want to do. Like, because I'm broke regardless now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have no job. I ended up, like, having to move out of my apartment, move into my grandmother's apartment, um, which it is what it is. I mean, it was a blessing. Um, I was like, let me, let's me get back into this music thing. Shit. Yeah. So, like, hit up my boy Henry. Um, Henry is, like, the illest keyboardist on earth. And I came up with him in Talent Unlimited playing and band and stuff like that. He always stood on it though. And he like 
plays with everyone, jazz, everything. He's amazing, amazing, amazing. So I hit him up, Mike, and he was two blocks away from my grandmother's house on the Upper West Side. So I'm like, yo, bro, I'm back, bro, and I'm really trying to get back into this music thing. He was like, yo, say no more. He's like, I just hurt my back, and I need, like, an intern, basically. No. Because he did a lot of gigs. Yeah, he had a yeah. band, um, a band called Lifted Crew at the time. It was like mm-hmm. a 12-piece, like, jam band. They killed, bro. Nice. Like, they killed. They was touring crazy. Um, he was like, yo, just, like, you have a car. Help me bring my rig to rehearsals and, like, just, you right. know, meet meet the guys and, and be girls. Be and the roadie. Be a, be a roadie. So I spent, you know, a few months literally just, like, being his understudy, just, like, helping him with whatever he needed. Um, and that opened the world of music back up to me. Was this um, all free, like, unpaid shit? Yeah, free, bro. Yeah, free. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, I did get fired from the truck driving shit, but I also got unemployment nice. when I got fired. So it was cool. I had, like... I don't remember how long unemployment lasts, but I had like some, you know, pay while I was trying to figure things out. So that was mm-hmm. cool. Um, just did that. And then I was like, you know what? Let me take this tour back at SAE and do what I was supposed to do. So this is going to SAE students, right? That's who watches this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shouts to SAE. Yeah. Um, this was still when they were on 36, 34th Street. Um, mm-hmm. Took the tour. I was just like. This is it, bro. Like, I'm just seeing big studios, consoles. I'm just like, this is fucking it. Um, I was very overwhelmed and nervous about it, though. And at the time, I didn't really understand what an engineer did. Like, I've heard of it, but, like, I didn't really know what an engineer did. But I was like, I'm thinking in my head, I'm a producer. Like, I'm a beat maker. Mm -hmm. I'm a producer. Like, and I was, all this time, even when I was doing the truck driving stuff, I had, like, GarageBand. I was making beats and stuff like that. Like, I never really gave up the craft. I just kind of put it to the side. To the side, yeah. Um, so I took this production class at SAE. They offered it in the summer times. It was like a like a short thing. Mm. And like I fucking killed in that thing. And I was like, found the information so like dope. And like I did well in the class. Was cool with the teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just from there I was like, yo, this is this is it. So then you know a few months later I just signed up for the actual program. The, when was that? Two thousand. 10 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 2011 maybe I don't know what what they do now but it was like a 9 month program they had there um, uh, yeah I think it's uh, a year now a full year okay well, whatever at the time it was a 9 month program mm-hmm. jumped into that shit and just like treated it like my job and like a job that I wanted employee of the month of you know what I'm saying like I was fucking going hard at school yeah. like just killing it bro just trying to be top of the class the whole time uh, which paid off because when I graduated, I, f- I like my job coordinator, um, Jeff, I don't, I don't you know, I doubt he's there. I don't think he's there anymore. Either way, he called me in early. He's like, yo, bro. He's like, I don't even know if I should say this right now. He's like, I'm not offering this to no one else. He's like, but you've done well and I see what you're trying to do. He's like, I can get you this internship right now. This is literally, actually, this was like two weeks before the graduation. This is just like <laughs> classes had ended. So, like, he got me this internship. I met with uh, Benoit. I know y'all talked about it with Lee the other day. Good old Benoit. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. So, I took the interview with him. Um, I guess I did all right. So, I got that internship. What was that interview like? Do you even remember? I was nervous, bro. And I was just, like, really trying to make a good impression and, and show that I knew some shit. So, I don't quite remember it because this is, like... I don't know. This is in 2012, so that's yeah. a while ago now. Um, oh shit, 2012. That's when I yeah, came 2012. to the US. 
Yeah, that's when I started at Engine Room. What, For those who don't this, know, uh, me and G worked at Engine Room together. Was this uh, old Engine Room, the Twenty Something Street? No, or this, this was... is where, this is this is the Wall Street joint. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't wow. know anything about them before I got that position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I'm sure I'm skipping stuff. It doesn't really matter. I just doesn't dove matter, in, bro. Dude. Just dove right in. Just started interning, bro. Just cleaning up garbage and trying to help with sessions when I could and. You know. Who were the who were the engineers there at the time? I think it was Pete, Pete. Ivan. Ivan. Um Joe was into uh, not um Joe was engineering. Remember Joe what's his Wasn't, name? Kevin. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's the guy in uh Pool Cosby. Pool Cosby Joe, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember his last name, but yeah. Um he was Caramel. I mean matter of fact, the first like 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 person of fame I met was like they asked me if I could be a runner on one of Joe's sessions, and it was uh, Jules Santana up there. I don't know if you know who that is, uh-huh. but like, bro, I grew up high school listening to like Dipset, OD, listening to Dipset. Like, I really fuck. Do you know who Dipset is? No fucking. Doesn't matter. <laughs> no, but, no, but maybe somebody out there knows. Who you guys know if you if you're from New York and you came up in my era, you know who Dipset is. They kind of ran the city for a while. Uh-huh. Um, so I got to meet him, and I was like, "Yo, that's crazy!" And you know, just whatever, bro. Just trying to get up in that room. You know, you kind of had a long talk about this with Lee, so it's kind of a similar story with me. Just like doing what you can to just be in that room and and help and show that you know what you're doing. Um, and I kind of came in not at, overstepping any boundaries and shit. Yeah, not overstepping any boundaries. I mean, I'm just, bro. I'm cool, and like, I don't really try to sweat nobody. Like, so I always play it cool anyway. That's mm-hmm. one thing, like. You know, they tell you, like, stay out the way and, like, you know, be seen, not her. Like, that shit just comes naturally. Like, to me personally, it comes naturally. Always just be cool and just seem professional. So I just did that. Mm-hmm. Bro, I ended up, like, breezing through that shit, bro. I don't know. Maybe it was the specific time I came in and it was, like, a transfer of some engineers moving on or leaving the, yeah. the studio. And, like, but bro, I interned for fucking four months, bro. Dude, this sounds exactly like what happened to me. Like three yeah. months, four months in, I, I can't remember the name of the mastering engineer at the time. I think it was Josh. Do you remember Josh? Kid, he used to wear a cap. I never backwards. really fuck with the mastering guys like that. I don't really know, bro. <laughs> 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 Your mastering's a whole other world, bro. I'm not. That's yeah. Also, you just breeze through three months, four months in, and then what? GA. And then it became GA. Um, did that for four months. And, like, started getting sessions in that time. Just because, mm-hmm. like, like I said, I think some engineers had had moved on or left. And, like, I happened to have got on this um, this Big Daddy Kane session, bro. Um, and, like, you know, the studio manager, Scotty, was like, bro, you think you can handle this? Like, I don't you know. <laughs> Whoever was engineering at the time called out sick that day, I guess, whatever. He was like, yeah. uh, you, you, you sure you can do this? I'm like, yeah, bro. Because, like, you know. I had been practicing a lot. And the knowledge I learned in SAE, I was going home every day. I had a little setup at my crib and I was just like recording people, recording, 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 charging if I could, if not, just doing it for free. If it was my friends, free. I had some people, but you know, you, to all you young engineers, don't really be having people come in your house like that. It's a iffy thing to do, but whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the time, I was just doing what I could. Um, so I was already pretty good. Yeah. Not great. 
were pretty good. Um, I knew the basics of tracking into Pro Tools. I kind of knew the setup of the room already. So I just nailed that one session, and then there, from there, it's just like I started getting phone calls for sessions. I feel like while this I was still story, GA, but I feel like this story repeats with everybody. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I almost don't even want to tell the story because it's like you guys know the story because that's how it happens. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But it all crazy. happens from someone else fucking up. So you just gotta, and we're all going to fuck up. So just wait for that person above you to fuck up so you can take a spot. I don't know if "fuck up" is the right word, but I think. The bigger picture is like when the opportunity comes, or in your case, the opportunity came because of someone's fuck up, but mm-hmm. the opportunity may come just out of thin air, but you're right. ready. That's the point that that's I want to get across. That's, that's, the, that's the point everyone should understand. Like, it's, yeah, the opportunity came, but I was so prepared for this fucking opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, I wanted this thing really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And I would say part of it is because I missed that early 20s window which was all the kids I was up against are in that were in that window yeah and I'm like the old guy so it's like you're already kind of like you're kind of washed you know what I'm saying like you're already the old guy but it also in my specific case worked in my benefit because people would see me they would see the 20 year old and they would see the 27 year old at the studio Uh Uh and automatically assume I've been here for I've been doing this for 10 years like they just I already had the full beard all that shit so it's like you just automatically assume I know what I'm doing so that yeah. worked for me and I, you know, oh I kind of knew God. what I was doing so you know fake it till you make it in dude that, I'm sure in that you sense. did know what you were doing but like like how was it to because I have some students like definitely um, this guy called Miguel who's in my class who literally it sounds like he's doing what you were doing where like every day every day he's like he writes maybe 10 to 12 beats and every weekend he has a recording session at his place Ev- like he works the only ready. thing that I can give him advice on is just patience that's it that's the thing man patience and you could tell him as much as you want but I remember the feeling of like fuck bro this, it's like just give me that chance I, I swear to god I can do but it's like it takes patience bro it takes a while man it takes a yeah. while and the thing is early on you're gonna think you're good but you suck <laughs> you suck bro you suck you really, you really suck in every way possible. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, like once in a while, I listen back to things that, like, even big things that I did, like big artists that I was in the room with, probably way too early. Mm. I listen back to it now. I'm just like, ugh, ugh, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. But I mean, whatever. Like, it, it, it got by at the time, and everyone seemed pleased at the time. But like, you know, you just got to keep going and, and and learning. Well, I also think that's like kind of your nature, or maybe it's just an engineering nature where. Nothing you do is good enough. You always want to get better. There's always a better mix always, out there. Always, bro. Always. If I it listen to a mix stops. from last month, I'm just like, oh, I didn't know how to do. I didn't do this right. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'll love it in the moment. <laughs> be in my car listening on repeat, like I murdered this mix. You'll, you'll always find something wrong in what you've done. <laughs> oh, there's, there's too much low end in this in this one vocal right here. It's like <laughs> you're never satisfied, but that's good. That's good because you yeah. just keep getting better and better. Every if mistake you, you make, you just gonna learn from it and grow yeah, from it. Yeah, but like if you didn't love the that process of just getting better and better and better, I wonder how patient you would have been. It's That's hard a, yeah, to I mean, be patient. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I mean, I think Lee said that the other day. Like, if you don't love this shit, I mean, how many people have we seen around us just like, like flies just drop out, bro? Even even in SAE, and I'm sure the students watching this can can agree. Like, I started our class, I don't know, like thirty something people. 
12 people graduated from that class, bro. <laughs> shit ain't for everybody, bro. And that's Bob. before you even get to the workforce where you realize, I'm not going to make a dollar for like two years, bro. Not a dollar. I'm trying to tell those guys that like, just get your skills up. Don't worry about that's the money. That's all right you can do. That. Get your skills up. Which is not easy for everyone, bro. If you're in a position mm-hmm. where you can figure out how to like be broke but still yeah. have a roof over your head and, and eat food... Even though, like, it's you're gonna eat bullshit for a few years, like ramen. Um, that's the only way, bro. Because if 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 not, how are you supposed to do this shit? Because you gotta yeah. be broke for a while. You gotta be yeah. seriously broke for a while. Yeah, the people who come in, but it who works out. Make money right off the bat, they usually drop yeah. out pretty fast. Yeah, I mean, they start and they're like trying, trying to make a dollar, trying to make a dollar. It's like, nah, bro, you can't right now. You just gotta learn. Like school is like the fun. Like audio school is like. You learn the basics, 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 basics. Mm-hmm. Like the fundamental stuff. Like the stuff that's like, you know, do I think about, you know, like why a balance cable works? Like, no, I just use a balance. Like, I don't think about why it works, but it's like you just understand these things. So you just learn these things, take the time to learn them, um, like really take the time to learn them, and then you'll be all right later. And I'm not yeah. a nerdy engineer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know me. No, me, me neither. Like, I think I like some of that nerdiness to it. But, yeah. man, if I look at people like Mike Bader, I'm like, damn, how do you know all that? Not that Mike Bader's a nerd. <laughs> Shouts to Mike Bader. He's, he, but he but knows, yeah, his, he knows shit. his shit. Oh, my. Like, he shows me You think I know his... how to take apart a compressor? I don't. Oh, I my do God. not. And I don't want to know. I know how to use it. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, and I know... And I and I know why to use it and when to use it, which is yeah. you know I guess when you're doing the job, what's really important. That's your job. Um, That's but your job. you know, shouts to the people who really, really learn the ins yeah. and outs of everything. You should know by now. You're teaching these kids. You know what I'm saying? Dude, it's so funny you mentioned that. I couldn't sleep the other day because <laughs> I was awake for hours. Like, man, I don't know half the stuff that these like people who I look up to, like including mm-hmm. Mike Bader, like. Or like people like Vinny, who's like another guy at engine room. It's like, man, they know so much. And yet yeah. I'm being paid as a teacher. I felt guilty, man. I couldn't sleep. Yeah. I was like, damn. I mean, I feel the same way about just the engineers. Like, I don't know the ins and outs of this shit, but I'm getting paid top yeah. dollar to use this shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> that says a lot, well, anyway, man. Back to, so um, the GA thing happened. Just getting back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just, yeah, got some sessions. And then, like, I got an ego too quick because I got these sessions and I was doing these sessions. And, like, I could tell clients of the studio, like, liked me and shit like that. Liked working with me. They would request me and stuff like that. So got a little ahead of myself. And I just, like, told the manager, like, yo, bro, I'm not, I'm not trying to do this GA shit no more. Like, I don't, I don't care about the day-to-day tasks of the studio. I literally just want to engineer. Yeah. And, you know, him, he'll, he'll just set you up to fail if you want. I was like, yeah, you sure? I'm like, yeah, bro, just call me for sessions. <laughs> when I tell you I didn't get a phone call for months, bro, months, I, w- I became real scared. Then I was like, yo, did I blow it, bro? Am I out of this game already? Like, I should have stayed GAing. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoever was GA after me was getting all got the phone all the calls because he was in the studio. You got to be at the studio, bro, if you want those phone calls. Uh-huh. I'm sitting home waiting for the phone. That phone call ain't never ring. Um, but it's Dude, cool. That's it so true. Out. I don't know. Like, this is something that I don't know how this gets circulated in the culture, but there's this mentality that, like, yeah, when I leave, it's like 
they're going to be begging me to like, no, shit continue. It just moves on. <laughs> Next Yo, guy. Even when I was like, when I worked my way up to like top phone call at engine room, <laughs> I thought when I left, I'm like, this place is going to be devastated. <laughs> Bro, they're good. They're fine. Bro, they're fine. there's always someone hungry there's someone, coming there's right somebody, up after yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for them. That's what's up. That's it's very up, smart. I, I didn't, it was hard to tell in the moment, but after like a few years of being there, I realized like, yeah, this shit's, this place is going to be okay for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fine, bro. They're fine. They have a lot of ways to make money and they're good at what they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. But I wish they would just update that computer though. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Being operations uh, manager was fun, man. Trying uh, to explain to you guys, like, yeah, we're trying. Like, give me a. <laughs> I probably would. I remember hitting you up at like one in the morning, like, yo, what's up with this fucking computer? I'd just curse you out one in the morning, like, yo, bro, fix this shit or I'm not doing the session. As if it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, bro. No, but you, that, I, like, I see it from your side of it as well. Yeah. That, well, that's another part of it. Um, when you're coming up in the studio world, like, man, these rooms are run through, bro. Like, yeah. there's so many people in and out of that room, fucking with settings on the computer, touching shit, like, moving. It's just like, it's hard to keep track of that. Um, so you kind of learn every workaround possible. Yeah. Especially in a room with that, like, you know, that SSL, um, mm-hmm. which worked sometimes. Some channels <laughs> work sometimes. Where you know. It's, it is what it is an old piece of gear you know what I'm saying but like yeah. you learn how to flex that thing yeah. and you learn how to flex analog gear working in the studio I would say every um, student that wants to be an engineer and wants to like come up with this music thing get an internship at a big studio learn that shit man yeah. um, get put under that pressure uh, be humiliated do all that shit cause what now was, what was like the worst? what was the worst session? I mean man I, I'm not gonna name names They're no just, no like, you don't have to just experience yeah Oh man, there's this fucking one kid, bro. He was like an incredible vocal producer. Incredible. But like the biggest asshole you'll ever meet in your life. Biggest asshole, bro. And I was like already pretty good at this shit. So I like, I know my ego was up there too. So it's like, bro, he was shitting on me nonstop. Like, oh, you take it too long to do this. Why is it just like, he'll say to do one thing and then like say the opposite, you know, an hour later. Like just like all types of crazy. To the point where I told the managers like, Yo, everything's going well, but like, listen to me. Don't ever put me on this session again. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. Um, I've had good experiences though. Like, all well, the, all the, the like, I would say learning from Ryan Leslie was like the game changer. Ooh, talk the about game that. changer, bro. Um, and that kind of stems from like when I left SGA, I ended up getting a, a job at another studio called Stadium Red. Um, it's like Just Blaze's spot. He used to have it on 125th. Mm-hmm. It closed down now, but like, ended up engineering there and they like, were giving me work and shit like that. And I guess that caught the eye of Scotty, the um, engine room manager. So like, he was like, oh, you must be all right, bro. Like he started giving me phone calls again. And like, and then it, like, I ended up just going back and forth to both those studios. I was just cooking up, bro. Like they used to have a late night special where they would do from midnight to 5 a.m. was like half the price at Stadium Red. So I'd work mm-hmm. as much as I can at engine room jump on a train, go up to 125th, work the overnight, go home, sleep a little bit, and then just do it the next day. I, I was back cooking for a while. Um, and then, you know, like, what happened was, something happened to the I don't really remember the story, but, like, I fucked up somehow and was, like, on the verge of getting fired. Um, 
which is like a regular. That was like a once a year occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, like, what? That's nothing new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's nothing new. But, like, this time was, like, pretty serious. Um, <laughs> but what happened was Pete was engineering for Ryan Leslie at, at Engine Room. Ryan Leslie is, like, a big client of, of Engine Room. He comes a lot because, you know, like, he had a place located somewhere by Wall Street. Like, it was, you know, walking distance. And he, like, you know, he has a good relationship with Scotty and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so he booked. Pete couldn't do it. I ended up on the session and it was like, like throw you into like a whirlwind session. Like, oh, he wants to track live piano. He wants to track drums, have a guitar amp ready, have a bass ready. And I'm just like, you know, us engineers in this day and age, we usually just track vocals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. mainly what we do. But I, you know, I have the ability to do all that, especially being a drummer. Like, yes. I've always been pretty good at tracking drums just because like, I know what exactly it's supposed to sound like. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's that, yeah, that, that's easy for me. Long story short, I killed that session, um, and they reported back. I guess Scotty asked him, like, yo, did he do all right? And Ryan Leslie was like, yo, he's great, cool. And that's what kept me at the studio. They were like, yeah. you know, if he didn't vouch for you, we would have let you go. But, like, he seems to really like you, and he asked for you again. So, like, um, you can and stay. For those of you who don't know, that's kind of how Ryan Leslie works, right? He'll have everything right. set up, and, like, yeah. everything just has to go. That's Even cool. if he don't touch it, it yes. doesn't matter. Like, he still wants a full setup literally every session um so then i just got involved with him he was working on an album at the time um is this the mzrt one yes mozart oh yeah. shit yeah i assisted on that the mastering side Different oh ones. dope 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 <laughs> and i convinced him to have it mastered at andrew because he was no. mastering that shit somewhere else yeah i was like yo what are you doing bro like you work here you might as well either way um i just learned so much from him bro just like watching his workflow and just like his mentality um, how he creates drums. I mean, he just, he does everything, bro. He fucking does everything. He's in charge of everything. He had photographers that would like literally just shadow him at all times. And he was like shooting music videos while working on a record, while taking meetings from like Dubai, like just mm. like a beast. So just seeing all that kind of like put things in perspective and like just humbled me down to just sit there, learn and don't fuck up. And that's exactly what I did. So I ended up working with him for like a good two years. You know what I'm saying? At Andrew Room. Damn. A couple days a week. He would like, well, especially when we were really getting close to the album. Like we were just like locked in for weeks on end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. I mean, what better teacher can you have than like Ryan Leslie? He's that's such crazy. an interesting artist. Producer. Yeah, bro. Very and, interesting approach. And you kind of pick up like business tips and how to move with business and like. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean. He's just a by genius, watching bro. him? Just by watching this movie, like he would, he would, yo, I would say, twenty five percent of the stuff he does in the studios is like coming in for meetings. Mm. Like he work on a record, put it aside, and then he has like some business people come in, and he'll just sit there take a meeting, and like everyone just had to sit there quiet, couldn't interrupt, couldn't say nothing, and you know, he, I didn't have to leave the room, which was cool. So I just sat there and just listening, just like, this is wow. crazy. Y'all talking about million dollar deals right now? Yeah. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so still, yeah. you're still yeah, yeah. not at that point where oh. you're like normal life. Bro, I didn't like see money, mm. like substantial. Like, like adult, money, grown money. up money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Until I stopped working at a big studio. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is what it is. Like you, you need that experience. Like I, this is my studio. If you see in the background, this is Blemwork Studio in Brooklyn. Um, me and my boy Samir, who also worked at Engine Room. I think you're going to have him on the show, right? Hell yeah. Um, yeah, we started this studio because, like, we just learned so much. Um, 
and just learn the whole operation of the studio. Because, you know, at Ends Room, it's like a lot of it is like, all right, we're out. So here, manage this fucking multi-million dollar studio, guys. And we just did it. We just held it down. So you kind of learn this shit in and out. So we figured like, yo, let's build our own spot. Um, yeah. You know, got, like, got a little business loan together and all that stuff. And then just literally built this entire room from scratch. And um, and then you're in charge. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I was make, I'm, I've been making my own money. You know? so I'm not cutting anyone else a percentage. Um, Dude, this is all my money. And just to like, and I'm not saying this just because like I'm blowing smoke up your ass, but like your studio sounds so good. Thank you, sir. Thank so you. Thank clean. You. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm like having a hard time deciding between your studio and the mastering room at engine room where I prefer that's amazing. to work. Like, it's like amazing. I'm not even joking. Yeah, and that's tuned by like some, I don't know, who the fuck yeah. tuned that room, but they did their thing in there. Yeah. I don't personally like the mastering room. Like, I could never mix a record in there. Interesting. I mean, I guess I'd have to get used to it, but like... What is it about it? Mid-range or... I don't fucking know. Low end was like a little mm. loose to me. I don't know. I would go in there to like... Like if someone mastered a record for me, I'd go in there and just sit with them and just be like... I don't know, bro. But where were you sitting? I mean, I'd sit on the couch, but I'd also sit in the center seat. I I just wasn't accustomed to the sound of that room, so I could never, like, sign off on a master in that room. in that room. Yeah, I'd rather... You know, I use Dan Millis for all my mastering. Um, All my mastering. (laughs) Dude, this is... What is this? Episode four? So he's been mentioned... He's three out of four it. times. Let's go, Millis. <laughs> like, the only person who didn't mention him was somebody who's not even an audio engineer. Like, Bro, he is a beast. He's, he's great. He understands the mix. Yeah. He doesn't, like, impose his his sound onto my mix. Like, he understands what I've done. He'll just enhance it a little. You know what I'm saying? That's all yeah. I want. I don't want you... You know, some other mastering engineers, it's just like, Bro, did you fucking hear the mix I sent? Like, what is this? <laughs> It's like so different. Like I mixed it a specific way for a specific reason. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I wonder where that comes from. I don't know what that's about. It's I think it's an ego thing, bro. Really? Um, yeah. I'm but, not naming names, but you know, like you can give a master to some people, and it's just like, bro, I've been doing this for this long. Like this yeah, is how I master. Yeah. Like, this is how the record sounds. Like I'm running it through my chain that does well, and it's bro. Not every song is just, like it doesn't work for everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're, at the end of the day, whether you're the mastering engineer, mix, recording, or even the artist, you got to serve the song. What does the song want? Right, you exactly. Know? And that's, um, you know, jumping ahead to like mixing, which is what I basically just just try to do. Now, you know, I do a lot of tracking still, but I do tracking more towards basically my mix clients, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. If I can meet a mixed client, I really like their work, and like we have, you know, we develop a cool relationship. It's like, yo, come to my studio. Like, how much you paying over there? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. literally, I have the same gear here for like half the price. Um, oh, Jeff's asking. You know, you remember Jeff Greenspan? Yeah, it's my boy, man. <laughs> He's asking uh, what kind of gear you got at Blendworks. You have some new, right? New gear, right? Some ear Yeah. So, like, basically, I have a dedicated vocal chain when it comes to tracking. Um, so if you come here, it's pretty specific what you're going to get. You're going to get this one chain because that's the chain I like and that's the chain I built and that's it. As opposed to go to a bigger studio, you can options. You know, pick and pick. Yeah, options. You pick and choose what mic you want, what preamp you want, what compressor. Um, I'm running a Neumann U87 through a Bay 1073 to a 2-Tech CL1B. Classic. Into, yeah, classic. I mean, you can't go wrong, bro. Yeah. And I know how to flex the gear, so, you know, I make it nice. Into uh, the UAD? I mean, I'm using Apollo as the interface, yeah. Um, 
not really adding any gain. Like, literally, nothing's happening except just the interface and the Pro Tools. All, mm-hmm. the, all the stuff is happening through the analog gear. Um, but like I was saying, like I work with people, and I've gotten into a role where I'm like kind of vocal producing now ah. um, with certain clients. Like if we, if we, you know, dig each other's sound and all that stuff, like we, you know, when you're coming here, I'm gonna direct you. Like I'm gonna tell you what, how many takes to do till it's right, or like mm-hmm. how to sing it. Specific clients, um, and that's something you you learn over time too. Um, and that really came for me from mixing. Really? Because there's so many times, yeah, there's so many times I'd get records, and I'd just be like, "Wow, oh, why did you settle on that take?" Mm. Or like the amount of stacks they did were either too many or too little or not the right, or they fucked up in the stacks. I'm just like, "Yo, there's so many issues I'm dealing with with mixing other people's stuff." That other engineers track. It's like, I'd rather you come here. I'm lit. I'm gonna track you for a mix. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I. That's that just my approach to it. Like, I'm gonna track you to make this mix that I already have in my head. I'm already ten steps ahead of this artist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I, I'm gonna track you exactly how the mix needs to sound. I'm even gonna lay it into the Pro Tools session the way I'm going to mix it later. Right. So like, when I open that session later, I'm just gonna like swap out some of my. You know, like plugins and stuff to like the more advanced stuff that you yeah. know takes a little more attention. Dude, it sounds from like you. you're producing basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the time, and then you know, other times just you send me stems and I just give you the sound I think it needs to sound like. Um, Works best. Yeah, yeah, well, but I love mixing. Those. You limited to those because you didn't get the overall say. Right. In, uh, the recording. And also, like, I'm trying to like not work on stuff that I know I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna help you. I'm not, I'm not gonna like. This is not gonna. It's not a good. So that kind of brought, <laughs> that brings me to a question I wanted to ask. Like, are you at that point where like you can work on what you want to work on? Not all the way. Not Get, all the way. Getting um, there. Getting there. We've we've kind of restructured the studio to the point where it's like now this thing is running all the time. Even if I'm not personally doing the work, even if Samir is not personally doing the work, like I have a couple staff engineers working now. Nice. So. Yeah, what's the name of the manager? I forgot his name. Uh, Jeremy. Jeremy oh, Jacob. shout out. Yeah, yeah. Who actually was one of my number one clients. Um, if you check out my stuff, you could check him under Heiko. Um, oh, fucking, that's Heiko. He's in the that's chat. That's Heiko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he? <laughs> yeah. What's up? Hey, matter of fact, look. Heiko right here, bro. Woo! Yeah, that's the bro, man. So he's managing the spot now, and he's fucking... So he comes from, like, the music scene. He's been doing this for a minute, and he also, like is super like on the corporate side like he just knows this shit Mm. so he's killing he's killing bro like we've been he's been in that role for maybe a month now and just like the uptick of business bro is like unbelievable then you're like we hired some staff and like because i'm you know i can't be here as often now i have a you know a newborn at home so i need to be able to be home with my wife and the the baby and like help out but i also need to make money so that works um so the reason i say that is because now I try to get someone to send me their music before they, before they send it to me. And if it's not my thing, I can just pass it down the line. You guys interested? You guys interested? You guys interested? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yep. have to work on... As yep. opposed to a few years ago where it's like, it doesn't matter what I'm getting. I have to mix it because I have yeah. to get better and I have to build my name and I have to... Make money. Pay some bills. Yeah. So now, yeah, I'm just trying to get into a space where I only work on dope shit. Dude. And I only do dope shit. That's Cause the Because if, if a song sucks, bro, the mix sucks. And it's, you know... Yeah. What are you gonna do? Well, not <laughs> not only that, like if you're not into it, you can't give it a hundred percent. You can't, bro. If you're like resenting the song as you're mixing yeah. it, like, and then the revisions come, and you're like, 
you have the audacity to ask me for a fucking revision. <laughs> <laughs> that, ego, like, that ego kicks yeah, in fast. Yeah, yeah. I've had to learn. I would say <laughs> I only learned it at Blendworks here to really just check the ego, bro. Uh, and really like learn, like I was saying about mastering, like mix this song for what the song needs. Not like mixed by Sardi is going to sound like this on your record. Yeah. Now I'm just like, I'm really, and I got a lot of help from Ant. I know you and Lee talked about Ant um, mm-hmm. a lot on the last joint. You know, he's a mentor to us all. So I'd like hit him. To, I'd even send him records. He'd be like, nah, bro, you've done way too much. <laughs> way too much. Like I had this one song where like, had like revisions. They like didn't, they didn't fuck with it. I sent him the joint. He's like, yo, he's like, bro, just strip everything off and just like do less. Like, yeah. Let the song really speak to you. And like, he really put it in my head, like, let the song speak to you. Like, these shits, the, even the instruments are like, these are not like live instruments. These are like samples. So like a lot of it, the work is done to these samples already. He's like, you don't need to do so much. And literally from that moment, bro, my mixes have become, you know, night and day different, bro. Night Dude, and day. And seems, yeah, he's another one of those, like, he is a mentor, whether he yeah, wants to admit that yeah. or not. Like, even for yeah. me, he was like, he wouldn't even say that much. Just, right. damn. I wonder what he's up to now. It's working, bro. Yeah? Is he still it's in New working. York, or he went to I mean, Atlanta. you asked the same question to Lee. I don't know, bro. He's, he's around the world, bro. I honestly he's, can't remember. Yo, like Lee said, he's a ghost, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a mountain man. <laughs> yo, he's man. gone, <laughs> and then, like, he pop up with, like, a huge record out of nowhere. Like, damn, yo. Man, that must be a cool life. And he put me on, so when I had to close this spot, um, I had to like kind of take my rig back home and I don't have speakers at home. I don't have a tree. This is when COVID hit. When COVID hit. Um, so I had to get hip to like mixing in headphones again, which is something I haven't done in years. I know you just put out a video about mastering in headphones. I was like, mastering and mixing in headphones Stressful. is not the greatest. Um, so I, initially I was stressed. And um, so I got my first mix to do in headphones. Uh, it was just, I think in March, whatever. Uh, so stressed about having to do this because I've mm. really like dialed in this room. Like I really know this room inside yeah. and out. Um, so, you know, I just sat down and listened to a bunch of records in these headphones right here, these Sennheiser joints and um, just got to work. And then like my reference point is my car mm. um, because I, I, I drive a lot. So like I'm always listening to music in my car. So I literally just know the second something's off in my car for some reason. It just really does it for me. Like if the bass is like if it's too much bass, I know it's too much bass because of that car and shit like that. So either way, whatever. I mixed it in headphones, got in the car, and was like, done. I was like, oh, I know how to mix in headphones. Damn. Nice. Yeah, bro. Like, so I just, you know, for the past few months, I've just been mixing and mixing and mixing in headphones, bro. Damn, and what I'm does like, that just mean? It means um, I feel like I've gotten to a point where I just kind of know how mixes are supposed, like how my mixes are going to sound and how they're supposed to sound um, yeah. and what to do. So even like muscle memory of how I'm EQing things or compressing things is like mm. you kind of know how much compression you're going to be adding to a vocal when you're in a studio. So like why would yeah. it be different in your headphones? So yeah, yeah. you don't overdo things because you know like I would never overdo that in the studio. So why would I overdo it now in these headphones? So you just kind of like give it that awkwardness for a little while in your headphones and like, yeah, this doesn't sound right in these headphones, <laughs> but like it translates. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So I ended up getting pretty good at this and then funny shit is like i just got back to mixing in the studio i don't know like three weeks ago 
Mm-hmm. Came back, <laughs> came back. Somebody sent me a record. I did the mix in the studio. I'm like, boom, nailed it. <laughs> did, did it in like three hours, bro. I got in the car. It was some of the thinnest vocals I've ever mixed in my life. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and I knew before I left, I'm like, yo, I haven't mixed in the studio in a while. <laughs> Let me transfer this session onto my hard drive. Um, got in the car. It was all the effects were perfect, uh. perfect. Cause it's you know the same thing, but like. The vocals were like thin and weak. I had to get home and just like put these headphones on and Whoa. then piece everything back. <laughs> I had to like, I had to correct my mix and headphones, bro. It was like terrible, but Weird. you know, got through it. Send it to the client. They were happy, so it was cool. Yeah, bro. Damn, bro. That again, I can't. I can't say enough about your. St- I can't believe you guys built that shit. Me. Like, no, I'm. I'm not even joking. When I first came there, which was uh, a couple of years now, it's like and when I first, ago. it was three. It's like um, three years ago, yeah. G was one of the first clients, by the way. What? Really? No way. Yeah, you came on early with Synergy. Early, oh, early. <laughs> that was like a whole thing. Uh, but like, when did I do the first session? I don't even know. I feel like you it was early after on. That. You were early on. You were really? definitely early on. Yeah. I just remember like when I first, like I, I guess Samir helped me set up the session. I was doing a vocal tracking and I listened to the instrumental and I don't know if I said anything in the room while he was there, but in my mind I was like, what the fuck? Like, this sounds so clean. The low yeah. end is so well, the low end, that's what I can't say enough about. It's you unbelievable. You have controlled the low end. Like it's, oh dude, if I could like bro. have that room as like my casual listening room, I'd be so happy. It's great, bro, it's great. Um, came across these speakers, you know, just cause like, relationships I've built. An engineer reached out to me that I worked with uh, in Stadium Red, this guy named Evan. He's like, yo, I got these speakers. He's like, I'm moving and they're just too huge for um, the room I'm moving to. I'm like, he's like, can I sell them to you? I'm like, shit. He's like, take them for a week, put them in your studio, see if you like them. Yeah. These eaves, you remember the, uh, the three-way eaves I have? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Amazing sounding, bro. They're Bought really those shits on the spot. Um, and then the paneling. Yo, bro, we learned how to build this studio week by week. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you think you know some shit because you learned it in school. Like, <laughs> no, you don't know shit. <laughs> I'm not an acoustician, bro. I don't, I don't know this shit. But I'm sure if a real acoustician came here, they'd point out some shit. But like, Dude, it's tight and it works for me. That. Yeah, no, no. And I'm- you speaking on the low end, like, we built a lot of this stuff. And then just started working and playing records. And I was just like, and I would just start to realize the issues I have. And then just like, because me and Samir really built everything by scratch, like everything you need, we just go get material and build more. So like, yeah, yeah the low end was still a little wonky and shit like that. So like, I'm like, well, we need one more panel down here on behind the desk that'll just really absorb this sub more. Put that joint in and then like. You literally you know, figured it out. Literally week f- to just week. figured it out. Just, yeah, just listening and adding and listening and adding and, and moving things until it just worked. So, like, yeah, it was weird for, like, the first few months here. But, you know, now it's, like, Dude, it's great. have you ever done that for anybody else's studio? We kind of got into the business of, like, doing these panel things for a little while. And then just, like, it became too much of a pain in the ass and didn't mm-hmm. pay enough. So, it was just, like, no, nah, I'm good, bro. Like, really? go figure I, it out. I thought, uh, I thought those people make a lot of good money. Sure they do. But if you... <laughs> A lot of people who reach out, uh, uh, I see. Yeah, they reach out like, wait, you want how much? 
I'm not paying that. And it's like, okay, all right, bro, then fucking figure. I don't know. Go buy some Oralex foam. I don't, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want real shit, like, it costs money. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's Dude, I, I bet you if you found some clients who want to pay money, I, I would trust you to do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was cool for a while. It's just not quite my thing. Um, mm, I feel you. When we expand, um, you know, in the next few years... Oh, what? <laughs> when what? we expand, you know, yeah, we'll get back to building some more. But like for right now, I'm just I'm just, you know, I'm just working. We're just working as engineers for now. You know what I'm saying? Dude, uh, yeah, I think it's a great spot. I think it's uh, I can't that. say I really enough that. about the fucking sound. It sounds so clean. It's and it's dope. like the high end isn't harsh. Yeah. You know, yeah. like the mid range is like nice and even. And the low, I, the low end is just. Talk about it. Yeah, yes. it's great. Bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the room I, I dreamed of. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. Because uh, the reason I left, I mean, there's a few reasons I left Andrew room, but you know. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I was like, yo, I really don't need. Yeah. Someone else for this. Like, I don't need someone else for this anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would need someone for these celebrity clients, but it's like. I found myself not even wanting to be in the room with those anymore. Mm-hmm. They just became, I think you know, like those things become a pain in the ass. Right. The entourages and all that other shit. It's just like, you're spending more time worrying about like babysitting adults than you are engineering. Making music, yeah. yeah, yeah. Making music, like just doing the right. Re- like there was so many sessions of like these celebrities that would come in. I'm like, yeah, we never tracked. <laughs> Like, I didn't do shit. Like, I just, like, ordered pizza and, like, <laughs> made sure they didn't spill beer on the console. I'm just like, yo, this shit is miserable. Yeah. I just want to work on music. And that's been my thing always, bro. It's just like, all right, how do I just work on music, though? Because I'm not that great. At, like, I didn't even want to come on this thing, bro. Because, you know, I'm not, like, <laughs> I don't like speaking to people a lot of the time. No, no. You, I'm you can ask anyone that knows me well. Like, I don't, like, a lot of the time, bro, I'm just like, I don't want to talk, bro. I just want to sit here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And if I could just sit here and just like shape music to like get to that pro sound, that sound we all love. And like, that's the reason we started. I was just like, how does it, how do I get my shit to sound like the radio? And like, yeah. and then you get your shit on the radio and it's like, you feel part of it. And you know, so that's dope. So like, all I want to do is just work on music. Um, and that's why I hired this manager too. Cause it's like, yeah, I don't want to deal with people anymore, bro. I li- <laughs> That sounds terrible. I love all my clients. I no, appreciate no, no, all my no, clients. Dude, I really no, do. But there's nothing wrong with that, dude. It's like... Yeah, it's, not everyone's made for that part of it. Like, yeah. I'm not made... Um, I'm not made to, like, bargain deal. Like, dude, I'm just, perfect know. example is me and Rohan. Right. Like, Rohan's really good at, like, get connecting with people and talking. Mm-hmm. And me, yeah. I'm kind of like you. It's just like, just yeah. give me something to mix or yeah. something. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. I had a client come in this morning fucking dope session by the way like shout to Jeremy fucking that up that was a dope hey. ass session yeah a guy came in and killed it but like you know came in he was still making small talk we had three <laughs> hours to accomplish this song and give him like a good rough mix I'm like okay so like mid sentence I'm like so what are we doing like let's get let's get started like let's just get to it let me show you why you've come to me like I, I'm not yeah. the small talk guy you know what I'm saying like let's just get to this music yeah you know, but I your mean, work speaks for itself appreciate that bro Dude, um, I appreciate that. And I think with you and Millis, like, that's a fucking dream team right there. It is, though. It is, bro. And that's where, like, people who have come to work with me, like, really realize 
It's like a one-stop shop when you come to me, bro. Um, mm. Minus the production. I don't really handle production. I don't handle beat making. I'm not really keeping track of producers' beats to hand out. It's like, yo, f- do your work yeah. before you come here. Um, but when you come here, I'm going to do my work, and we're yeah. going to make a dope record. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, I really like the thing you said. If maybe you could repeat a little bit of it about the singer or the vocalist coming into the studio. Yeah, you seem to like that one. <laughs> bro, because it's like... That's, a lot of people think, you know, singing or being a vocalist is truly a gift. Mm-hmm. Just like being an incredible drummer, being an incredible, well, I mean, whatever your talent is, like an artist, like someone who draws, like yeah. not everyone can do it. So coming prepared and just like, it's, a, it's an instrument, bro. You have to like really yeah. learn your shit. So I kind of like hate when someone who, oh, I'm going to just try this fucking singing thing. Like what, bro? And then just be like flabbergasted why they, they can't make it. It's just like, yo, you're up against people who like, this is their life. Yeah. This is their life since they're five years old. They've been trying to do this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, whatever you said, yeah, bro. Like, uh, and it kind of, you know, it made me think too. It's like, let me not be too hard on singers because like they have to think. They, <laughs> it's like, why the fuck? It's like, why can't you sing? Like, why, why is this note so fucked? It's like, yeah, it's a lot, bro. It's a lot. Dude. And then just... Go ahead. Dude, no, like that's something I think I learned, not learned, I learned from being a singer, but I also heard in passing from uh, Chris Griffin. It'd be okay. like, you know, a lot of people think these vocal sessions are the easiest things in the world. Like the amount of like stuff going on in a singer's head and the stuff that it makes to like the amount of factors that are in play for somebody to be able to sing with emotion and delivery and power and, it, yeah. and lyrics and pitch and timing and all this stuff. Right, right, Dude, right. if you drink or eat the wrong thing before your session, right. it, right. like, right. who even thinks about that? Like, right. you know what I mean? There's so much that goes into it. And that's what, that's what a vocal producer is good for. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's times I have, art, like, you know, artists that are great come in and they're like really like nail the part, but be just like, yo, bro, you're doing great. I literally just don't believe you. Like, where's yeah. the emotion? Yeah. Like, you really have to sell that emotion. That's not an easy thing to do, bro. It's not. It's not. like I even like you know sometimes it helps to like. I'm like, yo, what's the music video? I learned this from another producer. He had this artist like stop. He's like, what's the music video for this song in your head? And he like sat there with this artist for like 20 minutes. And they just talked about the music video for the song. And then he was like, all right, cool. Let's go. He's like, you're in that music video. And she like fucking nailed it after that. I was just like, that's a great tip. And wow. I use that all the time now. I'm like, yo, what's the music video? I'll ask them. They're like, oh, I'm just driving in this car. And I'm like, cool. Now you're in this music video, right? So let's sing the song again. That's and a it, yo, really it, cool strategy. Yeah, bro. It helps, bro. It really helps. I mean, with some people. Some people, you know, they don't need that shit. You know, yeah. But if I can help with that kind of stuff... All my LEDs in here change colors. Like, I, what's your favorite color? Like, let's set the mood for that. Um, you know, and then offer customer service. Yeah. This is like, this is tips for, uh, uh, you know, other engineers and stuff. Like, there's bottled water here. There's tea here. There's fucking coffee here. There's snacks here. Like, whatever it takes to get you, like, right to, like, get these parts done. Um, and we can get the best takes. Like, let's do that. You know yeah, I mean? otherwise we're just wasting time. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, people usually book shorter sessions here. It's great, bro. We just get here, like you know, you you deal with like a lot of like long sessions at the big studios, like and ha- like I said, you know, seventy five percent of that time just be a party. 
that's why I love it. You know, having my own space. Like you come here, it's just to get this work done. Yeah. Um, get in and out. Like go go long go 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 have fun with your day now. Like right. Yeah. You're here like, to work. Yeah. Right. You're here to work. Because there's up. no there's no like worrying about image or anything. You just want to capture the best sound. No, I mean the room looks decent. You could take some Instagram pictures here, but it's not like. It's not like, you know, like an A-room at a studio where, like, you want to make sure everyone sees that you're in this A-room. Right. Here, you take a little picture, you're on a mic, cool. Let's get to work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I feel like I haven't helped students enough, so if you can... No, dude, are you kidding ask me? Ask me do some... You know, do you know how much information you just... Like, you don't know it, but I know as a teacher, like, how much information you just gave. The... How do you say this? The information is in the story and the journey that you explained. Trust me. Right. Like, right. Right. I, like they have classes and courses to be like, this is a compressor and this is how right. you... Right. Like, no, they... Yeah, okay, I'm not here for that part. Yeah. Like, you're going to learn that part. Yeah, but like, they're going to learn that. But this is yeah. somebody who has done it. Right. They just want to know, like, what's what's your journey? And, like, you just explained it. Dude. I, I learned so much... <laughs> I had no idea about anything prior to Engine Room. I don't know nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, literally, before this podcast started, like 30 minutes into this podcast, okay, before that, yeah. I knew you as just Danny, the hip-hop fucking mixing engineer, recording engineer. Right. I don't right. know musician. Like, yeah, you right. mentioned you played drums, but you just, a lot of things. I don't think you've seen me play drums, which is I've weird. because I might have seen you play a beat or something. Okay, okay. But... The first time I even got a sense that you knew what you were doing was when you mm. brought like your own drum microphones. I think oh, it yeah, might have been yeah, for yeah. a Ryan Lithley session. I don't right, remember. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I, was I like, have. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you as the hip hop dude. I was like, how the fuck does he know all this? <laughs> yeah, I mean that kind of stuff has hurt me in my career too, because yeah. like you end up working on so much like hip hop and shit like that that like they just think you you're not. Mm. A well-rounded engineer. Literally, you guys know that I fucking can. I literally can do anything, bro. But because I, I come from a world of really working with instruments, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you know so your I, shit. I know my shit, bro. Not so great at uh, like um, I'm like like notes and reading music and all that other shit. You know what I'm saying? But like no, I no, just no. I just know my shit as far as how things are supposed to sound. Um, yeah, no, no. Like I think I think the issue you're saying is like. You're more known for the hip hop stuff, yeah. So people assume that all you know how to do is record vocals and mix hip hop, right? Which right, is right, right. a fallacy, complete yeah. false, right? And yeah. uh, that's like one of the reasons why, like, I get a lot of shit from my students. My sh- students shit on me a lot, but in, <laughs> a good, in a nice way. They're like, "Why don't you have your plaques, bro? Why don't you?" Yeah. And it, the real reason is because I don't know, like, I don't do a lot of that stuff. I right. like. Like my kind right. of music is completely different. Like right, if I told right, right, right. if I told a rock band like, hey, I just did the uh, assisted <laughs> on the Fergie record, they're like, I don't care. Can you do these? Yeah, drums? but bro, I mean, get get your fucking plaques, bro. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, bro? I will. I will. I got to. I get so. I much have to shit. sit down and make that happen too. I'm gonna have Jeremy help me out with the paperwork Ooh. and shit. Like I get my get some plaques up, bro. You know, it looks good. <laughs> that's that's the thing. It's an image thing, and I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't remember how much they cost. I think it's like 200 a piece or something. Don't matter, bro. If you walk in the studio and you see plastic, I mean, a lot, a lot of people just... It's about having people trust you, bro. Yeah. Um, It brings up another point. Like, recently, very weird. I've been having a lot of people, like, want to attend mix sessions. Mm. I'm not into that. Um, And clients. I just think it's because... Yeah, clients. 
Like, they want to, like, you know, new clients, like, yo, do you mind if I just attend the session? Like, how will that help? But, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and that comes from clients maybe not researching their engineers or, like, just not trusting them. Yeah, yeah. With their sound, um, so like I was saying, like you know, it's about getting people to trust you. And yeah, they're nervous. An- sure. Yeah, yeah. Per- a person coming in first look, they see plaques, they're like, "Oh, he's done big shit." So he knows, you know, what I'm saying, like, I have a resume, but like, what am I gonna do? Like, pull up my Google and like, yeah, look, <laughs> done that, 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 that. Just so, just, just so you know, I can handle your session because I've done those sessions. You know, what I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what a plaque can kind of do for you. That's a good point. No, like, I, uh, uh, look at that. Heiko's like a thousand percent. Yeah, right. He'll, 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 yeah, he'll tell you, bro. Like, um, he would always tell me when he first became a client, like, he, like, he did his research, though. Like, he looked me up, seen who I worked with, like, and that gave him confidence to just come in here and just, like, I'm here to just be an artist. You do your job. I'm going to do my job. And then that's why we've been cooking, bro. Like, he's releasing shit all the time. You know what I mean? And great shit. Um, yeah, so, you know, trust that's your so engineer. <laughs> No, if no, you no, find yeah. an engineer that you know that your sound is working with, just yeah. let him do his job. You trust the right engineer. There are some people who will, like you said, put their ego first and completely mess up right. the track. Right. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. On a first meeting with the engineer, it's hard, bro. You never know who that engineer is. Like, even if you go to them A-list studios, you might be yeah ending just up with that random that intern. You might be with that intern that got his break that day, and you're like spending how much money? <laughs> it's fucked up. It's fucked up, bro. It's fucked up. <laughs> you come in and spending $150 an hour, and this is kid's first session. It's rough, bro. I, I mean, hey, if he's crushing it, but yeah, you yeah, never know. Yeah, he's going to be crushing He's going to be crushing them vocals. This is what he's going to be doing, bro. Shit. I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, my God. Jesus. That's such a good point. I never thought about that. Anything else we ain't brush up on or touch on? Um, oh, dude, you know what happens? Every time I do one of these, I write a bunch of like notes and I never yeah. look at them. I, okay. I just end up never looking at Fair them. It's enough. like, it's just cool to just listen to you guys. Like, what? Okay, look, my notes are. Yeah, because me and you always just talk for hours anyway. I mean, this is. Yeah. I get up with G in the studio, we just sit and talk, bro. Like, yeah, talk man, shit. we had a lot of good times, especially in yeah. that smoke room and everything. I love everything y'all was saying with Lee. I mean, I'm just like assuming everyone who's watching this has watched his, so I'm not going to just repeat his information, but like, yeah, yeah for sure. all those times we were hanging out, all that stuff about Andrew being like a daytime and a nighttime, ch- yeah, yeah, all that shit was dope, bro, and that really put us on to, put us on the game, bro. Yeah, I really, that place really acted as like a, like just a, a, a learning ground. Yeah. You know, and I got really good at pool. At- <laughs> You know, there was a time I used to beat Leonard every time, and now he's just whooping my ass. I heard he's good. I heard he's good. He just, I heard he's real good now. I, I might mean, still smoke him. He's but, doing yeah. well. I think I'm going to see him tonight. I'm talking about just pool-wise, but yeah, he's killing the game. He's out killing here, the game, though. He's yeah, working. Yeah, shouts to Leonard, bro. Killing, killing, killing. Everybody's killing, man. Everyone in our circle is like, keeps elevating. That's true, isn't it? It's fucking amazing, bro. You got to love it. Yup. Leonard, Lee, Gabe. What's Gabe up to? I think he's doing live I haven't sound. I've spoken to Gabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, last time I saw him, uh, he was doing sound at uh, Knitting Factory. He was really? working okay. the desk. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah, dope, dope. Yeah, man. There's a lot of cool people that came out of there. That shit was, man. Ask me some questions, bro. Ask you some questions? 
You said you had a list of questions. Let's run through them quick. No, no, it wasn't even questions. So like, I write topics down, but I feel yeah. like we hit all of them. Like music growing nice. up, you already did that. Yeah. Drums, we talked about that. How'd you start as engineer? Engineer start, mm-hmm. said that. Engine room, we talked about that. Yeah. Dealing with clients, we did that. Biggest clients, best clients, worst clients. Blendworks, studio manager. And I guess the last thing we didn't talk about, we kind of talked about, but it's like, you're at a point where it's like, are you? Would you say like you're? You're like living normal life, like you know, like people who have jobs and just regular nine to fives. Uh, is this normal life right now? Is this like, can you? Would you consider this like? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So good minute, but yeah. So good minute. Um, That's not wealthy, but <laughs> no, but, but like, <laughs> you know not, what I'm like not stressed, not constantly stressed about where the next paycheck is. It's coming from. right. I'm not quite. I'm not there anymore, and it's like nothing compared to what it used to be. Like, bro, I used to like, I used to ride my bike bicycle from 94th street all the way down the west side highway to um end room at fucking wall street Damn. just to get to these sessions just because like like i was saying these big studios you're not gonna make money so i'm like in these rooms with these million dollar artists literally can't afford to get on the train to get there though mm-hmm. <laughs> hitting the hitting the manager like yo bro can i get paid and it's like yo the label ain't paid yet so like can't pay you like, yeah, I don't even know how you want me to get to the session, bro. I don't even have money for train fare. So, you know, like I was saying before, just get That's through that. Huge. If you really, if you really want to do this, get through that shit. Well, what um, kept you going? Because you never knew you were gonna make it and get paid. Well, I just I just knew I was destined for greatness, bro. Whoa. Nice. And you I'm still, that you know what I'm saying? Self-belief. Yeah, it's just like, like you know, because I've told you my story. Like yeah. so many things have tried to take me out of this. I just keep gravitating back towards it. So it's like, this has to be the thing I'm supposed to do. Um, so I have to make it work. I have to make it work and I have to make it work on my my time. And by what, what I mean time is that like, I open this place because I don't like working for someone else. Yeah. Um, I don't feel someone else deserves my money for the work I've done. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, they do. They're putting mm-hmm. you on. They're teaching you. So don't get that attitude from the jump, but like you get to a point where it's just like, yo, bro, I'm like, I'm actually good at this. Like, I'm really good at this. I know I'm good at this. Once you just know you're good at it. When did you realize it? Like, do you remember the mix that you were like, okay, I got this? Hmm. Um, had it been like the last, yeah, I mean, I don't remember the specific like time or artist. It was just the, like the last year of being at Engine Room. Like, I was killing and like Man. just getting mad phone calls and then just like every mix I was doing, giving up half the bread to someone else. Mm hmm. To use their room or whatever. I'm like, yo, the amount I'm spending by giving to someone else, I can create my own business. Yeah. And just like, let's just, let's say if I'm taking half of it away, just put it to bills, like paying for the studio. Like, I'd rather it be my own thing. I come in here when I want. You know, so I do what I want. I work with who I want. I charge what I want. I, you know. Bro, I remember you talking about this before you had even started it. Yeah, you know me, bro. I always, I always like, I don't like answering to people. I don't like having a boss. I fucking can't stand having a Dude. boss. You were like one of the toughest engineers to like go back and forth with as the operation. I loved it. Like it was like it forced me to like get my shit together. Like you and what do you Lee, mean? What do you mean by that? You and Lee, like always, just like yo, the backup's not working. What the hell's going on? Right, like, right, like right, right, yo, right, right, how right. do I access this session? Or like, yeah, but like it really pushed me to like want to be better. And like I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's yeah. the thing. Like you as the engineer. You're trying to do the best job you can do, and in order to do that, you need other people to do the best job. To do their job. Yeah, absolutely. Basically, it's a, it's a team effort, bro. 
basically. Um, I, and I don't like, you know, being in the studios where, like, if shit's failing around you, you're now the face of that studio. So it's yeah. like, now you have to feel, you're the failure of the room. Mm-hmm. Why this don't work? It's just like, yeah. It, there's, no, bro. There's I was a home face. two hours ago. I don't. There, yeah, you're the face. An actual, like you can say, yeah, it's a studio manager or yeah, it's this guy, but they don't know. No, anybody. but you, but that's the thing. Yeah. If you throw your studio under the bus, you're mm. a piece of shit. Yeah. So be the fucking face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not gonna be there forever. Don't be a piece of shit. Don't throw your boys under the bus. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Just be like, I don't know, bro. Like we're trying to work it out. Not sure what the pro- you know. Just figure it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just don't throw people under the bus. That's whack. Bro. Yeah. You can you can bring it up to them later. And right. talk all the shit you want, right. but right. in front of the clients, yeah. No, no. Just be like, yo, let's figure it out. We're gonna. I mean, you're gonna find the workaround. You're gonna be pouring sweat, <laughs> nervous. They don't know you're having a full blown panic attack in your head, but you'll get through the shit, bro. Oh man. So the last last year, uh, Jeff asked a question. Are any mixing tips that really changed the game for you? See that? Um, do yes. less. Do, oh. <laughs> That's a good Do one. Less. See, I would have just been a dick about it and be like, that's such a vague question. I don't know. No, but no, literally. That's good. I'm telling you, there is a game changer to this shit. Mm. Um, and put that in perspective. It's like early on, you feel like because you're charging money to these people, mm. you have to do something to every single instrument. Vocal. Mm. Like you have to do so much because you feel like guilty if you don't do enough that in their, in your, they're paying you. Bro, sometimes it's like... Sometimes I get a snare drum and the snare drum sounds good. Why am I gonna why am I gonna do something to the snare drum? Yeah. So like when I say do less, I mean you still have to mix the record, but like don't feel you have to overmix because they've paid you. They're paying yeah. you to level maybe they like what they've done. The producer really likes what they've done already. Why would you change the sound? You know what I'm saying? So Serve the song. Um Serve, serve the, the song. song. That's that's the tip, bro. That's Just it. serve the song, put the song first. Um yeah, you can figure out you have a sound. Like I have a sound, like I have a set amount of like reverbs that I use or pl- you know I'm gonna drop them into every session and I'll tweak a little from there like yeah so that's kind of my sound all these these reverbs and delays I've designed over the past 10 years they keep evolving and evolving yeah that's my sound I'm never giving that to someone else but like if that reverb doesn't work on that record don't be like it has to because it worked in the last five records that's it the reverb's out of here it's done so do less serve the record there you go who's uh is Gina your mom Gina is my mother. I love hey, hearing all this so proud. Oh, Dude, that's dope. She's I been number one I... supporter. Number one supporter since day one, bro. She really? used to drive me to my gigs. Wow. She had a... I don't even remember what kind of minivan. We used to pack up my drum set. She'd, she'd go double park around the block while I did the gig. Pack up the drum set, take me home. Yeah, number one supporter. Never Much wanted me love. driving the trucks. Always said get back to music. It's crazy really? to have a parent. It's crazy to have a parent who like knows it's rough to make it in the music industry and still encourages you like because she knows she always knew um my musical ability and like what and, you know whatever so she's like always pushed me to do that hey that's um, a great mom so big shout out mom. to gina Sardi. and my wife too my wife always been always been a supporter even when like i was broke 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 yeah she'd have the job and hold things down you know so always always support. And to this day bro like i met jeremy through my wife. No way. Who now has become like a, you know, a crucial part of the studio. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it all works. Family's great. 
what I'm saying? God, you're a fucking man. I could go on for hours. I have family, so much shit to say. You're a family yeah. man. You're a yeah, it's crazy, you're a right? business owner. You're a yeah. mix engineer. You got record. Dude, you're like the epitome of making it. And now the new venture is like I have employees now. So like I, yeah, I so what, business wait, school. So what is, the, uh, what is the next thing for you? If you've made it, technically. I don't make shit. What do you mean if I make no, it? No, but you definitely... When okay. do you make it? Yeah, maybe that's not the way of saying it, but like you're... You don't want to get too comfortable. So what are you hungry about now? Um, Just to get bigger and better, bro. Expanding. So it's about working on... So now that I've made that change to like only working on records I really fuck with, now let's just make these... I want to take... My real mission in this studio is not to reach out to like the label already signed artists and like just work for him. It's kind of more to like find the indie artist who's now on the verge of getting to that real pro level and just needs that one engineer that can like just boop, put them over to like they just missing that one element or that sound to really get them there. And I mean, my whole team, this, this, this studio is geared towards that. Um, we're going to take you guys. We're going to make you sound pro. And then what you do with that is still the artist problem. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to fucking help you with <laughs> streaming and, that's that's your problem. You got to figure that out. I learned this. You go learn that. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone got to do their job. And now, like, we're really at a point where now, just taking these guys who are really talented and don't quite know how to channel it into like getting it onto like playlists and streams and all that other stuff. Um, just getting their their music to the level where it can sit against mm. someone who is signed to a lot a, a label. You know what I'm saying? I love it. At a you know a cost that you know. Very reasonable. You, right. If you if you you know you save a couple Very. dollars, but you can afford this shit. Like, don't buy sneakers. Buy yeah. studio time, and yeah. you can make it happen. You know what I mean? Damn. So that's where I'm at, bro. Uh, and and you know, crazy. just growing the studio, expanding the studio. Um, Dude, I'd like to at some point have a big live room to start oh, doing shit and stuff like I that. Yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how much vocals can you really track? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> especially being a musician. Like, I just want to have a place I can sit down and play drums. I live in an apartment in Brooklyn, yeah, and this yeah. room's not quite big enough for a drum set. So, <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's kind of a goal I have in the next two years is to have a bigger spot. Dude. Um, yeah, with a few more rooms, you know what I mean? Mm. Wow, that's, that's that would next. be dope. If you could get, yeah. like, a live room or something. Dope. Fuck. Super dope. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to happen, for sure. Yeah. Dude, I don't know, like, what else to say. Like, when's your session? Four? Four, yeah. yeah. I gotta go piss and all that stuff, though. Yeah, yeah, so I don't really have anything else. I just want to say, like, thanks for coming on. Like, I, it's Thanks really for having to, me, bro. Dude, it's good to talk to you, man. It's like... Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. And it's a lot of knowledge you gave to a lot of people out there. What I hope they? so. I mean, I feel like I was just rambling about dumb shit, but, you know. No. If you can take some, if it helps a little bit, you know, whatever, bro. Um, also follow me on Instagram and you can just hit me and ask me questions. You yeah, know what I mean? so what is it? Mixed by Sardi on at Instagram. At Mixed by Sardi, yep. And the studio is at Blend Works. All this will be in the description below. The studio is... Blend Works NYC, right? <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> Hold on, bro. <laughs> Checking it up right now. When <laughs> yeah, I tell you, bro, I'm not involved with that part of it. Yeah, it's it's uh, Blendworks. Studios at blendworks.myc. .myc, that's um, it. Check us out. <laughs> yeah, you no. This we'll be is one happy. of the best sounding rooms I've been in ever. I appreciate you, bro. Thank I'm you, bro. Serious. Thank you. Thank you, bro. Great talking to you, man. And thanks for anyone who watched this.
No, a couple of people did. You actually might be the person who got the most number of live views. That's good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. It's seven and girls. But it's like whatever. <laughs> that's that's seven more than zero. Let's get it. <laughs> All right, dude. Let's call it. Good talking to you, man. It.